Dr. Johnson, thank you so much for um, being available to speak with us about how um, this coronavirus or COVID-19 is impacting the church community. Um, how are you and your family holding up right now? Uh, actually, my family and I are doing fantastic. When We had a close friend of our family to, to pass, um, I believe yesterday morning from the coronavirus. So that's a young person too. So uh, we're, we're in prayer for uh, his family and, and I'm sure that God's going to see them through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We will definitely keep them in our thoughts and our prayers. Um, this is just such an uncertain time, you know, with so many different things going on. And normally people look to their their faith and specifically to their church um, to help them during this time. But what is the impact of COVID-19 on Eastern Star specifically? What have you seen? Well, it's had a tremendous impact uh, because, as you just stated, so many people um, really put their confidence in the church and in the clergy and in the causes of Christ through particular ministries. And so a lot of people pull on us for both their faith and their hope, but also for their physical help, for food, for clothes, for somewhere to stay and those kind of things. And so... Um, we're fortunate enough that we've had enough resources that we could use technology to get the message out and to get the word out and to give direction. And, and many of our staff can work from home. We, we literally had to close our offices down and our care center mm. down, but we're still working, but we're just working without the facility, which is uh it's a challenge, but we've been able to, to kind of address it and still get people's needs met. Absolutely, which is incredible because so many people, you know, do rely on you all you, with the Rock Initiative and with all of the different things that you do for the community. Um, you mentioned about using technology to connect with members, which is incredible. But what word of advice would you have for pastors and clergy whose congregations don't have that type of resources? Um, what can they do? to help keep their members engaged and encouraged um, in lieu of using technology right now. Yeah. And it's not the first time that the church has had to function without a high level of technology. God's been so kind to Eastern star church and, and our team, and they're very knowledgeable and, and the resources that are the generosity of our people have put us in a position to operate at such a level. But when we gave our faith to Jesus Christ, uh, it wasn't through technology. It was through our faith in him and trust in God. Mm. And that's what ministries need to do. This is not the first time in the Judeo-Christian tradition, uh, even in the Babylonian captivity, when Israel was conquered and taken back into Babylon, that's when synagogue, they couldn't get to the temple. The temple had been destroyed. So they couldn't get to that physical building. And synagogues came into existence. And and Hebrew people, the people of God, began to meet in their homes and in their communities together and worship. In, in the early church in Acts chapter 2, after Peter preached and 3,000 souls gave their life to Christ, and they baptized those 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and the breaking of bread and prayer and in fasting. And, and then it says and they, that, that every day they would worship in the temple and from house to house. And so they didn't necessarily have to go to the physical building, but in their homes, they did that. And so there's a way 
uh, for that to happen. Even if you don't have high technology, you still got a cell phone, you still got a telephone, and you can call your members and communicate with them. And you can call your elderly members and ask them, what are your needs? What do you want to have? Because we're trying to keep our elders in the house. Yes, absolutely. And we can still drop packages off at their doorstep. And even if they say, you know, and our elders are the last ones to ask for something I found in ministry. Yeah, yeah. But you know what their needs are. Just go buy it and drop it off and leave it on their doorstep and call them and say, hey, I was thinking about you, pray for you and left it. And then, um, and I, I know that Radio One is, is providing some some free opportunities for pastors and ministers and non-for-profits to get messages out uh, through public service announcements and things like that. And so there are ways to do it. Uh, it you have to be a little more creative and uh, you can't reach a uh, hundred people at one time, but you can still reach them one at a time. And that still has a major impact. Mm, I absolutely appreciate you for sharing that with us about how we can reach them one at a time. I think that that is a message that goes beyond, you know, clergy and pastors, but to each one of us, just reaching out to our friends and our family and our neighbors to make sure that they're doing okay, because that's what it's really going to take in this time. Yeah, one of the things we've done with our care center, which is a part of our outreach ministry, is we've asked members of our congregation that when you go to the grocery store and, and shop, here are certain items, and we tell here are the items we need you to get. You buy them for your family, now buy them for a family that can't afford them. And then they would bring them to the church or bring them to the care center, and then we get them stocked, and then people who need would come to us and get it. Okay, well, now you can't come. The building is, is closed. Now you can't come there. But you still grocery shopping for yourself. Buy something for somebody else. Buy something for somebody you know who's less fortunate or somebody in the ministry at your church that you touch. And drop it off at their door. You don't have to go in. You don't have to get within six feet of them. You can wear gloves if you want to. and mm -hmm. Whatever you want to do. And just leave it at that house. And think about the impact that would make. I, I'm able to reach thousands of people through technology. It, it, even as we're doing this today. We're reaching thousands and thousands of people. But imagine getting a call from your pastor. Or from your deacon. Or from one of the ministers. Or Sunday school teachers saying. Hey I'm calling to check on you. One in one. One-on-one -on -one has always been more effective Absolutely. than this massive <laughs> message for everybody. Yes. And this is a time that I think we can take advantage of that. Yes, absolutely. Well, Pastor, thank you so much for your leadership, your wisdom, your guidance, and for blessing us on this morning. We so appreciate you and have a wonderful day. Hey, and, and let me say this too. I appreciate yes, you guys taking time to do this. And, and I just want to encourage everybody that God knows what's going on. And, and the Bible teaches us that in, in, in Romans 8 and 28, and we know all things work together for good to them that love God and to them, those who are the called according to his purpose. God sees what's happening. He knows what's happening. And God is going to work everything together for good. It's just, I think one of the things we have to learn how to do is we have to work on this issue and this crisis the, the best way we know in ministry or in our families, in our community. And we, we work on the problem in the right now. But God is from everlasting to everlasting. He has no beginning or end. And God has already moved into the future. And God has already worked this thing out in the not yet. So we working on the problem in the right now. God is already working on it in the not yet. And by the time we get our right now, the God's not yet, this problem will be in the no longer. So everybody just be encouraged. Keep praying. Keep trusting God. God is still here. God is not forsaken you. And God is going to take all of this and, and use it 
to get us closer to Christ and closer to each other as a community. So I appreciate you allowing me to share my little heart and, um, and let's, let's help each other out through this process. Absolutely. Thank you, Pastor. Bless you. Have a great one. All right.